Welcome back to the 9 to 5 to Rich podcast. This is Josh, Joshua Esters, back again with another episode. So here we are. This is the first episode after I announced that I'm doing a rebrand of the podcast where we're going to be talking about uh, wholesale e-commerce. So we're kind of opening the lens a little bit on uh, e-commerce Previously, it was the uh, 9 to 5 to Rich podcast, um, Amazon FBA documentary, and now it's just the 9 to 5 to Rich podcast, wholesale e-commerce. That's where I'm at right now. So I wanted to adjust the podcast, you know, uh, align the podcast um, title. And subtitle, rather. That's that's the only thing that's changing, really, is the subtitle. I wanted to align it more so with the part of the journey that I'm on. And, you know, this podcast, I want to, um, you know, spend spend a little time uh, trying to keep this one short. Maybe about 30, 35 minutes or so. We'll see. But um, I figure, you know, right now is a good time to record. I got a few moments um, you know, I'm, I'm constantly working, doing family stuff. So, um, I just figured I got a second to record. So let's, let's do it right now. I want to talk about, I want to talk about my first month, my first month, um, my first month off of Amazon. Right. So if you remember, I mentioned, uh, maybe a podcast or two ago that, I had canceled my uh, pro subscription on Amazon. This was kind of like at the heart of the pandemic in the United States. I just I, I closed my uh, closed my closed my account. I didn't have any. I didn't close my account. Excuse me. I canceled my pro subscription. Um, that doesn't mean I don't make sales on Amazon. I make very few. Like today, I had one, and probably this whole month of May to what today's May twenty first, twenty second. That I'm recording this, and um, I probably had maybe two sales, two sales in May, um, <clears throat> but I don't have the, you know, I'm not paying forty dollars for the FBA stuff. I don't really get any um, buy box. I don't get the buy box really. I don't, I don't think ever. Maybe maybe a little bit, but I'm not really the, the the listings that I do currently have. Like I like I said before, they're merchant fulfilled, and um, you know. On the one on the listing that I care about the most, I'm the only seller on. So, you know, it's a slow moving product. Sometimes, sometimes it's a fast moving moving product. But you know, um, I have a lot of, of of units of that product, so I just leave it up and it sells when it sells. You know, it's not a big deal. Um, so so I want to talk about my first month off of Amazon. And you know, if you've been following me on the podcast, I've been ranting a little bit about. Uh, or a lot of it actually about you know um the lack of control and the the uh the 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 whimsical nonsense that uh an FBA business can bring and um so I started pivoting started making different decisions and I've been you know obviously doing the multi-channel thing um and I I want to say my first full month off of Amazon since I canceled my pro subscription. It's been, um, I, I think maybe enlightening, you know, um, 
in the sense that I see opportunities, um, I see opportunities that I could take advantage of um, that might yield um, just a better scenario. You know, uh, my whole thing is I want more control of the process. I want more control of the inventory. Um, and I want more ownership. You know, I want to get closer to control and ownership. Get as cl- I'm trying to get as close as, as close to that as possible. And I'm not sure if you, if you know what I mean by that, but, um, but, you know, I, I guess the, the, if you were looking at it on a totem or, or a spectrum, excuse me, you know, control and ownership at the end of the day, that would be, you know, owning your own products, owning your own brand, owning assets, um, that would be the ownership part, owning assets, whether it be uh, a website, um, whether it could, whether it be, you know, just different products, you know, digital products or physical products that you actually own, you own the design or the, the manufacturing process or something like that. Um, and then the control part is basically being able to move the inventory how you want to move it um, and not giving it up. Right. Not giving it, giving it up to a third party. And, um, you know, there are varying um, opinions on that. Right. Because if, you know, you're in Amazon world, you think about prep centers, which not really ever made sense for me. But uh, but you think of, you, you see all those things. But, you know, I, I just I just look at the problems and I say, you know, that's not a risk I'm willing to take um, right now. You know, as far as letting a third party control my control, my um, my inventory. Um, But that can change, you know, that can change. I mean, at this point, um, it could be even a a case by case scenario. It it just depends on the opportunity. But to wholly to have my entire business in that many hands, uh, whether it's FBA and in the hands of a third party um, uh, fulfillment um, center, you know, or. um, yeah, third party fulfillment center or a third party, uh, I don't know why I'm blinking on the name, but you know, the folks that take your inventory and then they, 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 uh, they prep it up and a prepping company. That's what it is. Yes. Uh, a third party prep company. A lot of Amazon sellers are familiar with that. Um, I, I just don't, I just don't like, I don't like so many hands in my business that I don't control. Right. You know, so, so it, it seems that I think maybe the 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 um where I'm where I'm going to eventually is having possibly like a warehouse and employees and things like that. I think I'm leaning towards that, um, you know, because that has to do with control, right? Um, but you know, there's varying arguments that may not work for other people. But you know, I think that's the the area that I'm going in. But I think that, I think that's a long way from now. There's a lot I can do um, before I even get to that point. You know, it's a lot of progress that I can that, I, that I'm gonna need to make before I even get to that point. So I'm not really thinking about that too much right now. But um, you know, this last month, not selling on Amazon, I've been selling on Macari, been sell, selling on uh, eBay, been selling on Poshmark, and that's pretty much it. Um. You know, the beginning, the beginning of May, um, the beginning of May 
was a bit of a struggle because um, I was I was kind of just running out of inventory, you know. Um, you know, to my surprise, you know, March and April, you know, during the pandemic kind of stuff, you know, shutdowns and all this stuff, right? So during those times, you know, I did, my business did relatively the same amount of numbers. Um, and um, on the flip side, I wasn't, my main products, I was not able to uh, source anymore because they come from a particular country and uh, that country country had to shut down and, you know, their business wasn't operating. So I wasn't able to uh, order inventory. Right. So for like March and April. Um, so I ordered like my last my last bit of inventory before, you know, before all of this went down, um, like maybe early March, you know, and all of that inventory and plus some of the stuff that I had on hand that wasn't selling well, you know, in January, February, I had had some of some of that kind of inventory. Um, but I had sold through all of that, you know, at the towards the end of March and then all of April. Um, and then my my main my main stuff, you know, my main my main products that I sell, you know, I, I couldn't really sell it. So all my best sellers, you know, I pretty much sold out of. But luckily, I was able to, you know, get rid of the inventory that was just kind of stale and sitting for a while during the pandemic. Um, the beginning of the pandemic, rather, and then in a, uh, and then in May, uh, the beginning of May is when I was able to do a reorder, right? So I'm doing a reorder. I'm already out of inventory, you know, um, not completely, but a lot of it out. So I put an order in for you know a lot of my best sellers and all that kind of stuff, right? And um, um. I didn't get it until, see, I didn't get it till like May 10th. So maybe I ordered maybe May 2nd, 3rd, would be early May, somewhere around there. And I got the products May 10th, and it did take me a couple days to, um, you know, list them and all that kind of stuff. And I still haven't, um, you know, to, to, my, to my own fault um, and maybe not managing my time properly. I still don't have uh, everything listed how I want it to, because what I do is, um, you know, I'm my main products. I pretty much, you know, restock and replenish over and over. Um, I don't really have to do much work, but because it was a lot of, uh, a lot of product coming in at one time, I did have to do a lot of work to get everything back up listed, you know? So, um, but usually what I was usually what I do is I list on every platform, you know, so I think I ordered maybe 40 different SKUs, um, you know, some quantities, one, some quantities, two or three, some quantities, four on each SKU. But um, but I usually list them on each platform, but I'm really kind of at a point where it's like it's starting to eat up a lot of time, right? So I'm, I'm doing a huge balancing act right now with time. So I am really struggling with time, uh, time management rather, and, 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 um, and, and balancing what's important, what's not as important, and what's not as as important, and kind of getting everything on the table the way I want it to. So it's, it's a serious balancing act and and it does require me to really think about my business, think about what what's working, what's working well. 
I'll give you an example. Um, like I, I may have a, a product or a skew rather that, um, I may have a skew rather that, that sells relatively quickly, right? It sells relatively quickly on Macari, let's say, um, now, do I list that on all the platforms or should I just list it on Macari? Because, you know, Macari, sometimes with Macari, you can list something, you can get a bunch of likes and it'll sit, you know, it'll sit, it'll sit for a very long time. But the whole idea of multi-channel is, is getting, you know, your products on multiple channels. But now that I have the data, I have a lot of data on a lot of my SKUs that I, that I'm very familiar with over the last, um, I don't know, six to eight months, no longer than six months, maybe eight, nine months now. Um, I have a lot of uh, data on what sells on what platform. Because like I said, I'm, you know, this is the wholesale relationship that I have with this company. And a lot of it's just replenishing. Um, so, and then there's some products where I just put them on eBay and then it goes on eBay. But, you know, if I put them on eBay and Posh, it might go faster, you know, so I'm just kind of like, you know, whenever you think you have your process down, like I, I thought I had a process down. Now I got to like go in and, uh, you know, change it, alter it, you know, I guess hone it, you know, sharpen it, I guess, because um, I'm starting to think, you know, I'm, I'm trying to free up my time as much as possible. And another thing I, I can do to free up my time um is I can hire a VA to, you know, do the listings for me. You know, that's another thing. And then now I'm starting to have a little bit of challenge with that a little bit where it's like, well, I thought I had my process, but now it's like, okay, I have to, um, I, I don't have my process all the way down. Like when I list something on, for example, I list something on, on Macari, like the, the, the description may be a little bit different. It may be a little bit different than on um, eBay, but and then when I listen on Poshmark, it may be a little different on there. So like the copy and pasting is not uh, entirely just copy and pasting. It's kind of like just copy pasting, pasting and editing. And depends on it might depend on like maybe the weight of the bag and whether it's going to ship first class or ship priority mail. So I'm still trying to figure it out where I can have like a consistent system where. Um, I don't have to, uh, I don't have to worry about these, these things. I can kind of automate it. So I'm still honing my system down. So that, that, that's pretty much where I'm at right now with my, with my products is just basically, um, I have everything listed that I, that I ordered and maybe except for one. And there's a, there's a reason for that, but I think there's one product that I don't have listed right now, but um, I have every everything is either on Poshmark, eBay, or Macari, but they're all not. Everything is not on all three platforms, right? And 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 um, I don't know. You know, I want to get everything on eBay though. I think that that has been that has been new for me. You know. Um, at one point, you probably heard me say that I didn't really, you know, vibe with eBay as much as Poshmark, for example. And that's actually changing. 
Like eBay is becoming a major, major part of my business right now. It's becoming a major part. Poshmark is shrinking right now. And um, I have my own theories of uh, possibly why. But um, yeah, the, the weight is starting to, or the balancing is starting to, to or the, the eBay is starting to weigh a little more on the business. And um, I want everything on eBay. Everything that I have, I want on eBay. And another thing that's pretty interesting is I have a product that I've been selling for probably a year now. You know, it's um, I have a wholesale relationship with a uh, with with a with a company that represents certain artists. And this artist makes these particular products. And um, the the one thing I do like about the account is that you can't just get it. Like you can't just like if I told you what it is, you even if I even if I told you what it is, if you went to go apply for a wholesale account, they wouldn't give it to you because of certain criteria that you have to meet. Certain criteria you have to meet, and I think they probably even close their doors because of how the, the how things are going right now. Um, close their doors doors in terms of um, allowing online retailers, but um, but anyways. This particular company represents this brand or this artist, right? And um, I'm able to get a select number of products from them, you know. So I don't, I get, I don't get everything, you know. I don't get everything. I tried. I, I, I really tried. Um, these past couple of weeks, I've been hitting them up, asking for the the most popular collection, and they're 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 not they're they're not budging, you know. Um, and I didn't take no as an answer. So I got maybe like four no's before I finally just backed off. But um, but where I was going with this is, you know, I had a particular product that did really well on Macari. Um, or, you know, actually, I, no, I had a collection. It, it took me a while to get to this get to this point. But I had the same product that that uh, that I've been selling for a year. And for some reason. I have my theory of why, but for some reason, um, this one particular product really picked up on Macari. It just really picked up. I mean, it got to a point where I'm selling five of these a day, you know, of this one product. And now at this point, it's the only thing I buy from them. You know, it's it's the only thing I buy from them. I do list it on the other platforms, eBay and Poshmark. I rarely get sales, rarely get sales on eBay, rarely get sales on Poshmark, rarely, you know. Um, but on Macari, I, I don't know what it is. You know, there are just a lot of people out there searching for this, this particular brand. And then they, they may have, um, like a saved search, uh, saved search, uh, keyword or something like that, where, you know, if someone lists this particular item and this brand, they get notified. I think there's a lot of people out there looking for this brand. And then when they see my product, they're all over it, you know? So and um, but this didn't really start happening until the pandemic. I don't know if this was because like my pricing. I finally changed my pricing because I I I I I, I um, tested a lot of different things as far as like okay, well, how do I get this to sell? Am I gonna do free shipping? Am I gonna do buyer pay shipping? And and how how am I gonna do this? And I just kept tweaking it because I knew something was there with this product. 
and here's a here's the trip thing though. Um, even when I had it listed on Amazon, because it, it sells on Amazon, you know, um, I didn't get many sales on Amazon. I didn't get many sales on Amazon, you know, and it wasn't like a ton of competition. It was just, it just was not a fast moving product on Amazon, whether if I sold the product or not. Um, it wasn't a, a, a lot of sales, you know, but on Macari, there's a lot of sales, you know, so I paid 20 bucks for this item and, um, I make anywhere from seven to $13 per item and I can sell four or five in a day, but I figured out a rhythm and I'm just going to stick to it. You know, I'm not going to, cause at first I was like, maybe I can sell, you know, five a day every day, but it doesn't really work like that. You know, the times that I spit, that I, that I, uh, sell five of these a day is when you got, when I list it. Now, by the way, I do list it, uh, for, for, uh, buyer pay shipping and it's still going crazy. So buyer pay shipping. Um, and, uh, but what happens is I may, I may get a message, right? So I may get a message or an offer. They'll send me an offer for a lower price. So I'll, I'll take, I'll take, uh, if they offer, you know, a certain price, I'll take it, but I'm really, uh, really strict. Like I have this, it's, I'm either going to take this price or over or above and that's it, you know? So, but if someone offers me around my lowest price. And then what happens is a lot of times is somebody will buy it. Um, somebody will buy it, you know, while I'm messaging back and forth with this, uh, with this other person. Right. And it might be like two people that are messaging while somebody buys it. And then when somebody buys it, I say, Hey, you know, um, I, I still have another one. I'll list it, you know, and I'll take this price. Right. So this, you know, this price being my, my threshold or above, if they, if they're negotiating above my threshold and they say, okay, you know, I, I list it, they buy it. Right. And then I go back to the other person, say the same thing. They're like, okay, I list it and I buy it. Right. Or I list it and they buy it. Cool. So that's three right there. Right. So and then a lot of times when I do, I just relist it again. Now all of this is, is can happen in a span of like one hour. Like I sell three an hour. And then after that third hour, you know, I, after, you know, I sell three of them, I'll list it again. And then a fourth person buys it. And then the fifth person buys it. Right. Um, so that's how I can really get up to is some variation of that is how I get up to uh, five sales in a, a, a day in that particular product. Not every day, but I can do five sales in a day and I can do that. Probably it probably take about I usually order about 16 units. Um, I usually order about 16 units and. I can go through that 16 units in about, you know, three weeks, give or take, you know, these, these five a day, a lot of times happen on, sometimes happen on the weekday sometimes happen towards the end of the week. And I just leave it like that. I don't try to like try to sell two or three or four every single day. I'm just keep it like that, you know? And then, um, that's my little, you know, um, $200, $300 profit, uh, um, on Macari just on that one product, you know, and it doesn't take me any time. I already took pictures of it, took pictures of it one time. I just keep getting paid for it. You know, I keep getting paid for it. It's like a recurring kind of, kind of thing. Um, so, so that's a pretty cool thing. So that's a really, really consistent two or $300 on Macari, you know? Um, and then, you know, I, I picked up some, uh, um, picked up some new products, during the pandemic, 
Um, one is going, or a few brands rather, one is going pretty well. Um, I need to put more time into it. Um, and I'm, you know, I just, I just bought a few, I bought, I bought maybe 20 SKUs, threw, threw some out there, you know, four, maybe four SKUs are doing really well. That means sold really quickly. I bought two units of, uh, 20 SKUs and, um, they're, they're doing pretty decent and I'm making decent returns on them. I mean, I'm looking at like 60% returns, you know, at least, you know, eight to $12 per unit. Um, in sales, and like I said, maybe four of them are, are doing really well. But you know what? What I do is was was part of my brand was was part of my brand, right? My brand as a reseller is that as a wholesale reseller or online reseller is, you know, unlike on Amazon, you know, where you don't take pictures of the products, you just list them, right? I take pictures of everything I sell. Maybe it's maybe like five percent of things that I sell that I don't take pictures of. I use stock images because. It's always worked and I didn't change it. I take pictures, you know, so I got this brand, you know, that carries these, uh, these, these products, you know, she's an artist and I buy, I buy products, um, you know, through the company that represents her and, uh, I take pictures of them and, and that can take me a while, right? So that can take me a while. That's another bottleneck in my business right now is the photography and I'm, 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 and it's challenging, you know, because it takes it takes time and it's very cumbersome. It's the it's it's just very long it, because of my process. It takes a while. Maybe I'll explain that later on on why uh, I don't want to get into that right now. But um, but it pays off like if it's if, if the products are a hit, it pays off because I get paid for that time over and over and over on the replenish. Right. And that, and, and then that'll be the thing that differentiates me against another person selling the same products or very similar products that a lot of people use stock images, you know, and, um, I use, uh, professional images and, um, you, you get to see the product, right? Cause a lot of the products that I sell are, you know, something that a person would usually want to touch or hold or something like that if they were in the store. You know, so I try to increase confidence by actual pictures. Um, so, you know, um, picked up another, another, another brand that is sort of outside, sort of outside of my niche. Um, and I haven't really put enough energy into it. I need to, but I have so many things that are really important to me right now that I need to focus on and make sure are up and running. Like my, my main products that I sell, um, these products I don't really know will sell. And I posted a few and I'm not really getting much feedback. Um, but like I said, I'm taking the pictures and all that kind of stuff. And that's taking me a while. And uh, I got my, um, you know, my main shipment on the 10th and that kind of just took over my, my time. Um, and then, it, and then whatever else is working, whatever else is working is taking my time too. So luckily I only spent about 400 bucks to get these products, but still I need to recoup my money. You know, I still need to get that money back fast. Um, so I should be spending more time getting those listed, um, Towards the end of this, towards the end of this month, I think that's when I'll be closer to done 
for the most part with what I'm working on now. And, um, you know, something actually amazing happened today, you know, and I, I'll end the podcast on this one. You know, uh, I picked up another brand during the pandemic. So I think a total of I've picked up a total a total number of three. Um, I built a total of three key relationships, wholesale relationships. Um, well, I'll say two of them are key. The third one I'm still working out. Like I said, I, the one I just mentioned where I haven't been putting much time into it. So I picked up three brands, but two are key. But two are key right now. And I've been testing this product on eBay. Um, I already kind of knew they weren't going to do well on Macari and Posh, but I did sell. I did sell a... Um, I did sell a bundle on Macari, um, but on eBay in particular, um, I did a test run of these products and it was a, for me at least, it was a home run, right? It was a home run. My first, my first run, my first test order, right? So I, I tested about 50 units um, and this, this is something I, I, this is a product that I that I got in my inbox. So I already had a relationship with this wholesaler um, or this distributor rather. And um, I already had a relationship with them. And um, there's a little bit of history behind, behind me and that company uh, just a little bit, but not too much. Um, and then I just happened to, you know, just put my thinking cap on and say, Hey, you know, this is actually an interesting looking product here, you know? So, um, you know, I was, I was doing whatever I was doing. This is an email that I got during the pandemic and, um, but I came back to it. I said, okay, well, what's this right here? Well, after I was, you know, being busy or whatever it was, I came back to it a couple of days later, looked at it. I say, well, what's this? Did a little, did a little research. And, um, it's a product that, that is doing really well because of the pandemic. I'll say that, you know, um, so it's really on the map because of the pandemic. And, um, so, you know, I reached out to them and, bought 50 units, put them on eBay, bam, sold them, right? I bought 50 units and, um, and I sold them in bundles. So I sold, I sold them in twos. So that's not really a bundle. That's just really a multiple. I just sold them in multiples, twos only, right? So, you know, I'm selling them in twos. So I got my 25 listings sold or 20, 25 orders or whatever, right? To get to 50. And, um, I did a second order. This was maybe back, um, this is early April around this time. And then I did a second order, maybe two weeks, two weeks or three weeks later, but they were back ordered. So I had to wait like an extra two, uh, extra week and a half. And I finally got them in early May, put them back up on eBay and I'm not getting any noise. I'm not getting anything, you know, I'm not getting, I'm not getting any, any traction, any sales for maybe like a week and a half, uh, maybe a week. And I'm probably getting to maybe one sale, two sales here and there. But it was nothing like that first test run. But what had happened was between that time of my first test order and my second batch that I ordered, a lot of uh, copycats have came out. You know, a lot of copycats have came out. So, you know, all the Alibaba folks were coming in with a, sim with a similar functioning product, so on and so forth. Um, and I was like, okay, well, maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it is, right? Maybe, maybe that's what it is. So, you know, I was kind of concerned, but 
I was kind of concerned, but at the same time, very uh, optimistic. Like, okay, well, what can I do maybe to optimize my listing to get my listing higher in the searches? Because now if you search for the product or if you search for the keyword that will lead you to the product that I'm selling, you know, there's a thousand plus results, 1300 results or something, something crazy, right? But the problem is the keyword is actually, uh, like I said, it, it, the product is doing well because of the pandemic. So the keyword that actually finds the product is also a keyword that helps you find a different product that was already, there was, there's products already in that keyword that already existed, but, but are totally different. They're totally different from the products that popped up on the market or the product that I'm selling the, the, as far as functionality, right? So now these two keywords are, 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 the, are blending different niches. That's probably the reason why there's so many listings under that, under that keyword, uh, keyword term. It's, it's actually a, a, few ter- a few words, so it's a keyword term. So I notice when I, I notice when I search um, the keyword term in the search bar of eBay that my product would be listed, you know, you know, a few scrolls down. Right. But if you're on your mobile, the scrolls are more. But if you're on your desktop, you know, obviously the scrolls are less, but the scrolls are still there. And obviously most people buy on mobile than on desktop. So I just been doing some time, some type of figuring out how to how to make things better, right? But once I noticed that, um, like I said previously, I was selling in twos. I wasn't selling individual because I just I just thought the margins would be just be too low. I'd just rather sell in doubles because um, I could still pay the same I could still pay the same shipping costs if I sell two. Uh, so I obviously make more money, but but selling one didn't make sense. And here something magical happened. Right. So once I realized that, you know, I'm down, I'm down in the searches. So I promoted my listings. So if you don't know what a promoted listing is, if you don't happen to be an eBay seller, uh, a promoted listing is you basically um, you click a button on the listing and it's in you, you pay. Let's say they'll tell you the going the, the going rate is eight percent. So if you're willing to pay eight percent of your um, of your sale, if you're willing to pay eight percent of your sale, then they'll you click eight you click eight percent and then now you're um if the if the going bid is eight percent and you click eight percent that means you're bidding at the highest so that means you're going to be shown on the highest uh part possibly in a particular search right but say the going rate is eight and you clicked eight uh, percent rather and you click five percent then the people who are actually willing to pay eight percent of the sales price are at the top and you're doing 5%. So you're kind of lower, right? You're lower in the sponsored ads. So, um, um, it's called sponsored ads, you know? Um, so, you know, the going rate was 8% and I didn't want to pay 8%. I wasn't the one wanting to pay 8%. I did mine at five, right? So I did mine at five. Um, I have multiple colors of this particular brand, uh, of this particular product, right? So I made a variation listing. Um, and what I did was, uh, I, I figured I need to sell them individually. So if I sell them as a double, my price just looks high. You know, everybody else is selling individuals. There's no one else selling doubles. I thought that would differentiate me, but it actually 
hindered me, I think, because I, I changed it to singles. But I wrote, but I, but the thing is, I rose my price, so I changed I changed it to singles. I put the promoted listing on at five percent of sales price, so I'll be paying five percent if if my item sells. Uh, if someone clicks on a promoted or sponsored ad of my product and then they buy it, I'll pay an additional five percent of my sales, right? Um, so I put I put promoted listings on, and then I also put a uh, quantity discounts, so you know five percent off if you buy two or something like that. Um, but I rose my price. So now there's only one person, um, maybe two, but one main person selling the same product as me on eBay. Okay. So um, their price, they've been obviously selling before me. Their price is at a certain price. And I thought it was just too low, right? If I, It was too low for me to sell at that price. Because um, remember previously I was saying like, I'm going to just sell in doubles. I'll sell in doubles. Just double the price minus five cents, minus five cents. So I'll double the single price that the other people were selling, double it, and then minus five, five cents. And then people who would, you know, people who would buy from me, they'll be saving five cents. But they, people, but people were buying it. Like I said, at the, the first test order, people were, I was selling out really fast. Okay. So, but fast forward though, until a week ago, or not actually not like a week ago, maybe three or four days ago. This, this is what I'm telling you is very recent right now. Far the changes that I made to this listing. Um, so uh, you know, so I, I'm selling them in singles. I rose the price because what I did notice is the people who are selling the product already before me. Like I said, I'm I'm the second. I'm I'm pretty much the second the, the second person selling this same product. This is. The, the brand itself sells the product on Amazon. You know, listing doesn't look good. They just took a picture of the package and put up on eBay. They didn't really invest a lot of time into the listings. My listing, on the other hand, looks great. You know, it looks really good. You know, and not only that, I have a variation listing. So if you click on my listing, you can see all the colors. But whoever was selling it before, which is the brand itself, they just have different listings for different colors right and it just looks really unprofessional but they did sell a lot you know they did sell a lot but where i'm going is what i notice is that particular brand that person that 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 brand who's selling that product which is the brand itself they weren't coming up in the searches they were coming up in the searches for the brand so if you search the brand it'll come it'll come up in the search term obviously in, in, in the search results obviously but under the keywords, under the key keywords that you will find this product, they weren't even coming up. So I figured out why. And it's because that their, uh, their product is not listed in the right category. So I think that's the reason why, because once I changed my category, because I had the same category as them, I just, you know, um, I just kind of like. I just copy their format. I copy their listing format or template rather, and then started just putting in my stuff. Right. But what I notice is there is they're, they're not in the right category on the, their listing is not under the right category. So they're not coming up in the searches. So once I realized that I realized I can put any price that I want to on an individual unit, because what's happening is if people search under the term, they're not seeing, uh, 
the their listings. They're not seeing the listings that I was uh, competing up against at first, which is from the brand itself, because they they have a certain they have a same they have a price on their listing that I'm not comfortable with because it's just too low. But they're the brand. They you know they're selling it themselves, so sure their margins are greater. But me, I'm getting it from you know I'm getting it from their distributor, and uh, my costs are more. I don't feel comfortable selling at the price that they were selling. But once I realized they were not coming in the search, coming up in the search results under the keywords, the key keywords, the keyword terms that you will find this product under, I realized I can charge two, three dollars more, because they're, the people who are searching under the keywords are only going to be seeing mine, my listing, right? And that's what I did. So the two main things I did differently was, uh, well, three things I did differently was sell individually, sell the units individually instead of in the, in the multiple. I changed the category, changed the category of the listing to the people. Uh, all I did was I, I clicked on the top listings under the search terms to see what their template was. And I noticed, um, you know, the category. So I just, you know, use that same category. And the third thing I did was bring my price up, right? I brought my price up to um, the highest price under those keywords, you know, the top selling product. You know, I, I just matched the price because it is a premium. It is a premium product. You know, this is a product that's been around for a long time, but because of the pandemic, it got it became more popular. It's a very very well made product, so it's premium. You know, um, and then I'm, I'll make this last note, and it's something I learned. Um, all this stuff I'm learning, you know, about eBay. What I did was, um, on my very it's a variation listing. Like I said, I have multiple colors. On my least popular color, I lowered that price to be, you know, I just lowered it, right? I lowered it to be low. Um, and then my most popular color is at the highest price that I'm willing to sell, right? So when you go to my, when, when people see my listing, they see a variation. They see, oh, between $9.99 and $15.99. They see that. That helps me get the cheap people in, right? It helps me get the cheap people in. Those people will come in and buy my least popular product. Um, you know, because they 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 came in because it said nine ninety nine, in between nine ninety nine and fourteen ninety nine, right? Um, but another thing that happens is because because that person clicks on my listing and then makes it a purchase. It, it gives my listing more credibility in the searches and I start climbing up. So the more people who click on my listing and make a purchase, my listing climbs up in the search results. Right. So even though I'm selling that product, I'm probably making a dollar, you know, in profit, um, which is which is 20, about 20, 20 percent um, net profit. Um, would be a dollar. So it's not like I'm spending, you know, $30 on these products and I'm making $1, right? So I'm, I'm spending five and some change and I'm going to probably make a dollar on that particular color, right? But when that happens, it goes to, 
further up, right? And then the people who aren't scrolling so much, they click on my product and then they're going to buy my highest, my highest and best color, right? And then I continue to keep climbing. I can continue, continue to keep climbing. So the people who are cheap people, they're going to buy my cheapest one. They're helping me. Even though I'm not making money on the front end from them, I'm going to make money on the back end because of my lifting going up in the search result. And more people are buying, right, my best stuff or my best color, my highest price. So actually, this is going to be my last thing. <laughs> I keep saying my last thing, right? So once I made all those changes, right, now I'm, I'm talking, I'm literally talking three or four days ago, you know, not long ago. I made those changes and then uh, yesterday I get a message asking if they can buy 100 units from me. 100 units, right? So we're going back and forth in terms of trying to negotiate. You know, I gave them my price and all that kind of stuff. And they talked me down. They talked me down um, a dollar from where I started. You know, so we kind of met in the middle. They wanted to go at a certain price. I wanted to go a certain price. We literally met in the middle. Um, and then, you know, things kind of really didn't um, we, we didn't it didn't end with the purchase yesterday. It was just kind of talking. It was talking. But come to find out, you know, they're 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 big corporation, not not a huge publicly traded corporation. It could be. I don't know. I really don't know. But um but it's actually a big company that they're going to buy a hundred of these units for, uh, for their employees. So we finally came to, um, you know, um, the person had to go back to their boss to get an approval for the, the price per unit that I, that we, that we met at. Right. So we met at a certain price. They had to get an approval because it was above her budget that she was approved for. So this morning, I get a message. I, 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 cr I created the listing. So I created a whole new listing. Uh, it's very important. You know, this is something what I did was I created a whole new listing. Right. I didn't alter the one. I didn't alter the listing that, I, that, that she currently asked me about. And the reason why I did that is because I have sponsored ads on that listing. Now. Remember that that 5% I told you that I selected. So, you know, if someone buys my product from a sponsored ad, I pay an additional 5% of the sales. Now, if that I now if that person who bought 100 units from me, if they clicked on a sponsored ad, I'll be paying an additional 500 uh, additional 5% on the sale. You know. So, I had to create a whole new listing with no sponsored ads. So, I didn't click the sponsored ads on the listing entirely for them, right? So um, I created a whole new listing yesterday, you know, let them, and then let them know, you know, here's the link here. You can click on it and make a purchase, you know, if, if you get approved or whatever. Right. So this morning I wake up, bam, almost a thousand dollars. It was almost a thousand dollars sale, you know, and uh, I made two hundred and fifteen dollars profit on it. Um, and uh, and. And wow, <laughs> wow, that's all I can say, you know, like, you know, I'm going to put another order in so I can have more. But it, it, it got me thinking. It just got me thinking like, wow, somebody literally just bought 100 units from me. Like, that's fucking crazy, you know, and it's a business. So I wonder if there's other businesses 
willing to do the same? What if I can find a business that's willing to buy 100 units from me and I find that, you know, five times a month, 10 times a month, even if they want to buy 20 and then another company might want to buy 20. Like how, many, how many businesses can I contact that need more than 20 or want more than 20 and willing to buy more than 20 from me? How many are there locally? How many are on there that I can find online? Because I was like, yo, I can really, I can literally go door to door. At this point, I can go door to door, business to business, and say, hey, you know, I got these things right here. Do you want them? You know, you know, it just got my wheels turning, yo. Got my wheels turning, you know. So the 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 potential for this product, and on, on top of that, I'm start uh, on top of that, I'm starting to see the results of my of my my listing optimization because now I'm selling a lot. I'm selling a lot of product. I'm I sold um I sold eight today, outside of the hundred that I sold. I sold eight today. You know, in each order, I saw uh, I sold four orders. So four orders of two. So each person bought two. So now I'm thinking like, hmm. Because people were buying one. When I when I had it listed before I even made the optimizations, um, I had it like I had like I, I had um had individual units listed, you know? Like all those different changes that I just talked about, that happened like over a span of me two or three days. I didn't do it all at once because I didn't think about it all at once. But I'm just, I'm just telling you what happened. It may, it may sound like I did it all in one day, but that's not how it happened. Um, but like at one point, I just had like, you know, a couple of uh, single units listed. And people were buying maybe one unit here, one unit there. But for some reason now, people are buying twos. So I'm like, you know, this is there may be some potential here that I'm not seeing. I know there is. There's potential here that I'm not seeing, right? Like, like my wheels are turning. You know, like what if I get an order? What if I say if I went to a local business, you know, not far from me, and they want fifty, right? Um, I can go to my supplier and say, hey, I need fifty. I got paid, and I get the money from the business. I have the money to pay for the for the product, and they ship the product to the business. They don't, they don't even ship it to me; they ship it to the business. That's essentially drop shipping. That's drop shipping, but local. It's not even, it's not online, you know. So you know, you know, just my wheels are turning, man. You know, my wheels are turning, you know. And 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 this, and this is exactly what I was, what I was, what I was. I didn't know this specifically, but this is the shit I'm talking about when you let go of Amazon. When you let go of Amazon, because Amazon, once you get on, you get on that Amazon titty, it's hard to get off. It's hard to wane off it. It's hard to wane off it. And here's a trip. This product sells a lot on Amazon. And there's not a lot of sellers. You know, and... Isn't that crazy? Because it, you know, if you're if you're in the wholesale on Amazon, you know that if there's a hot product, I, I mean, this product is like sales rank is under a thousand. You know, in certain colors, depending on the color, you know, the the top, the best top colors like under a thousand, maybe four hundred, six hundred, sales rank, sales rank. Right, and there's two sellers, so no one knows about this product. 
Very few people know about this particular product. You know, um, and there's only there's only a select few places you can get it. You know, um, and uh, it's not just being sold. It's not just on the market. You can't just go on and buy it. Right. Even the people that I get it from, it wasn't on their website. It's not on their website. They sent an email to their to their to their uh, to their email list. You know, I'm obviously on the email list. They sent the email saying we got this. This is what we have. It's not online. You can't go go on their website and buy it. You know, and I think that they, I think they're starting to learn because they do, they do have a particular uh, they do sell a particular brand that a lot of Amazon sellers sell, and they're, they're still they're, they're starting to feel the burn on that. Having a lot of Amazon sellers selling the same thing, they're feeling the burn. Um, so I think they're probably learning from that, right? So they're not letting it, letting it all available. But anyways, so on Amazon, like I can I can literally buy hundreds and hundreds of units and then put them on FBA and compete, you know. But the problem with that is I did the math on that. The problem with that is, you know, I'll be making like a dollar per unit. Now, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm not saying that's bad, but it's I don't know if I want to go through the trouble of doing all that. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't feel it. It's not in my, my gut's telling me, yeah, great sales rank, you know, probably, I don't know, I haven't tested it, but I'm, I'm assuming it sells about 100 units a day, possibly, you know, amongst, you know, across all the colors, probably 100, unit, 100 units a day, you know, across all the colors. Um, But I don't know if I just want to, you know, send all that shit in. You know, and then, you know, get some returns and damage products because all that's going to eat into my eat into my margins. Like if I'm only making a dollar, I don't know. I mean, I might do it later down the line because the way I'm looking at it is if I can figure out a way to really capitalize on it off Amazon. I'm going to have I'm just going to be a lot more happier, <laughs> you know, straight up, you know, I control the process more. Right. I control. I don't own the product, but I control my process. I control the inventory, right? And then say, hey, you know, if I wanted if the Amazon a dollar a day or a dollar per unit that I'm making is icing on the cake. But if I'm able to figure out how to sell it off of Amazon, it's much more valuable. Like for example, if I wanted to sell it on Facebook, right? So if I want to just put some Facebook ads together and sell on Facebook, that's a that's a much better skill than just sending it to FBA. I'm learning valuable skills that I can apply to different products, right? So that's that's just better than sending FBA. It's more work. It's more brain power. It's more all of that, but it's better. And say if I successfully did it on Facebook, right? Then okay, sure, you know, yeah, I put on Amazon, Amazon too, make another extra two hundred, thirty, three hundred dollars a a month or something, you know, with this particular product. Just just a way to move more product. But sometimes moving more product does not mean better. It does not mean happier. It does not mean. Um, I bet. Okay, I'm almost done. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just um, it, it's it's just better, you know, 
but but it's just better to to do something like that opposed to just jumping straight to Amazon and start selling it. You don't learn it. You don't learn anything. You know, not only that, your margins are really low. So um, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> Went way past 30 minutes, <laughs> you know, more than what I wanted to. But, you know, just some nuggets that I, I, I have. I have more podcasts. I have more things to say than I actually do podcasts. So, you know, I appreciate you being here. You know, um, stay motivated, stay hustling, stay grinding, you know, and um, keep your mind on success.